listening to the Not Takes Fantasy Football Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Not Takes Fantasy Football Podcast, where we're back again for another episode. As always, you're joined by your host, Bob and Dan, the dog sitter. Dan, what up? <laughs> Doggy dog. <laughs> what up, Bob? How you doing? I am sweating in a sauna right now, it feels like, in the recording studio. <laughs> it's <laughs> no air getting into this room, so it's a little bit of a hot one here in Pittsburgh, but I'm ready for it because that's, it's been nothing but rain. Yeah, that's dedication right there uh so would you rather be eaten alive by a six-month-old lab puppy or (laughs) sitting in a sauna i think i'll sit in a sauna because that puppy really scares me yeah it's it's she's a she's a real maniac let me tell you uh she's the sweetest little puppy but uh she she's still figuring things out uh and by figuring things out, it means uh, trying to get rid of those puppy teeth and nipping at everyone. But she's a sweet dog, and she's along for the ride. So if you hear a bark here or there, pay it no mind, my friend. Pay it no mind. Yeah, shout out to our boy Dig Dust, who Dan is helping babysit their dog while he's out of town there So for the Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> so. So yeah, on this episode, we're going to go over some quick running back news. We're going to do a 12-team half PPR mock draft. And why we're doing that mock draft is to just check average draft position and talk about guys that maybe appear drafted a little too early that maybe we have some concerns about and then some later round gems that could pay dividends since you know like i said now that we're past the draft you know we're starting to see injuries trickle in here and there we got players coming back from injury uh just a good way we we want to sort of switch things up and not necessarily go into too much of a in-depth episode and and just have a fun mock draft on the sleeper app and, and talk about those draft positions uh for our episode this week so i'm always looking forward to a mock draft on sleeper yeah i, I don't think you can ever do too many mock drafts from how your draft played out last year bob uh i think the preparation time that you went through and frankly you know that we uh all went through um just kind of getting things ready really really helped you uh in kind of having a an unbelievably successful uh, draft, uh, you know, with some real studs, late rounds, and things lined up perfectly. Uh, Zeke and the as your third round keeper really helped, though. Yeah, that helps at the table. And, and yeah, Dan, to your point, I mean, it's like doing homework for a test. I mean, you can never do too much homework in preparation for a test, and that's really what mock drafts are for fantasy football. So. Um, <laughs> Sure. And it'd be interesting to see now as Sleeper starts to have more drafts and they start to tweak, uh, you know, point projections and things like that. I'd be curious to see now because I think the last mock draft I did, like, last month, Tyreek Hill was still going early, and that was just when that news started to break. So I'd be curious to see how they've tweaked, um, you know, rankings, especially since there's two of us and ten computer picks. So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. So. Yeah, and that's the best thing about the Sleeper app is that you really can, you know, I mean, there's other places where you can draft, you know, mocks pretty quick, like the ESPN app and stuff like that. But frankly, this is the quickest way. You can knock out four or five in, in a matter of a couple of minutes. And uh, it's not even just like you're you're trying to build your ideal team uh, or anything like that, or, or this is where you're sticking with. You're just kind of trying to see where players fall. 
uh, and just trying to get the rhythm down kind of of the draft. But, you know, as you all know, in terms of your fantasy leagues and who you have in them and stuff like that, there are some people who are always wild cards, uh, random picks <laughs> and, at random times. And the other, on the other side of things, you have people who are always wild cards who then have normal drafts and uh, throw everything off because you're expecting a wild card. So, uh, like I said, you've got to kind of try to plan for every scenario. And I think I also like to see uh, just kind of where, you know, if I take this person here, you know, what do I get on that turn or what do I get in the third round and things like that, I think is really interesting thing in terms of craft preparation yeah dan you, you said it i mean that's where i was gonna go is just the understanding of okay let, let me take a chance on this player and what happens when i take this player and then right. you could find out really um did that work for what i want to do or did it really hurt and then therefore you sort of solidify yeah maybe i won't go that way um with right. my draft strategy so yeah i totally agree with that but Without any further ado, Dan, let's go ahead and get into some just quick news and notes. It's real running back centric. Um, just real quick. Can, can I throw a real quick draft draft related question to you? Yeah, go for it, dude. Okay, so you and I are in you know a couple leagues together, but uh, I, I was someone was posed a question to me the other day, and I felt like it was almost like you know you're, you're asking for my internet passwords and stuff like that. It was a very offensive question, border not not even borderline inappropriate, inappropriate. And let me let me see if you would ever give up such information. So even if it has no impact upon who you're going to take. In the first round of a draft or anything, do you show your you're saying, you know, this is who I'm getting. If, if that person's there, I'm definitely grabbing them. Anything like that, or, or are you keeping the draft strategy secret as much as you can uh, since you're doing the podcast at this point? Though? Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough with the podcast because you, you almost are showing your hand um, with that. But, yeah, I mean, if somebody comes and asks me straight up and I'm drafting in that league with them, I'm probably not going into too much further detail right. it's like you're playing you're showing them an open hand you're playing an open hand of poker or something there's no bluffing to it yeah it's it's just inappropriate don't ask those questions that 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 is all carry on uh, it, i'm curious which league might this be is it a league that we share Dynasty. A team? yeah <laughs> yeah in craig uh, so who are you guys taking i was uh, like i'm not telling you yeah i was one i was wondering if it would be our friend craig so <laughs> craig you get no secrets on that one my friend that's right so back to the old drawing board toddy yeah right unless you want mitchell trubisky then come talk to us <laughs> exactly <laughs> so, so yeah let's go ahead just over some quick news just some running backs devonta freeman uh is participating in otas dan this is a guy that i'm probably targeting um as a bounce back candidate very very yeah very interesting uh, player going into this fantasy season for sure because uh, I mean we talked about him already a couple seasons ago you he's know the fantasy number one. <laughs> yeah and it's not like he's gone to a worse team with a bad offense or something like that he's on the same exact team with an offense that just keeps improving so uh, very intriguing um, fantasy uh, kind of player this year is Devonta Freeman I'm an owner of him in a dynasty league I don't know how many more years you have in him and have him in a dynasty league but 
definitely an intriguing player, especially in redraft leagues. Yep. And then Le'Veon Bell, Coach Adam Gaze, is now excited that he's on the team. So uh, I don't know if he's trying to <laughs> soften the blow of the news, but um, I mean, this... I expect oh. him to be a workhorse, but man, the the news and the back and forth, uh, it, it makes you a little more nervous, um, you know, as... Frankly, it's one of those things is that it makes you wonder, like, are we even, are we, uh, is, is like any of that even legit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is any of this actually legitimate stuff? Uh, or it's one of those things is that eh, no one really cares what you say because <laughs> you can just kind of go back on it and say, oh, I never really said that. Huh. I don't know. I'm starting to take less kind of focus on these random anonymous sources and stuff like that. But at the same time, Gase has to come out and say, no, I'm excited. You know what I mean? So it just makes me also on the other side of things kind of doubt what's being said completely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I I don't like to read too much into it until I know the the – the final outcome, let's just say it that way. So, uh, who do you think has more fantasy points at the end of the season, Devonta Freeman or Le'Veon Bell? Uh, Le'Veon Bell. Really? I think it's. Cl- I think it's. Cl- I think the, your gut says Bell. I think it's closer than you think. So, I, I would say it's probably within. Let's make a bet. We'll make a bet. Uh, you want Lev Bell? Uh, yeah, I would still take it, Lev Bell. Okay, I'll, I'll take Freeman. We'll we'll do our typical standard not take bet, one beer, and we'll see who at the end of the season has more fantasy points. I'll take Freeman, and you can take Bell. Sounds good. I'm banging on you to keep track of these like you did <laughs> oh, last year. So. Don't you worry. I will. I will. I'm sure you will. So. Um, it looks Thanks like Zeke you, Jordan Reed. Yeah, Thank you. I was trying to move on before you got that <laughs> one in there. Uh, it looks like the Cowboys and Zeke Elliott are on the same page uh, to try and make him the highest paid running back in NFL history. I'll be honest. I mean, there was some concerns about always oh, at a music festival. I don't. I'm not worried anything about that. This guy, when he's on well, the you field, you can't have like a life anymore. I know, right? right? This like, this whole on. world's so PG. Like anything that happens, oh, he's gonna get suspended for seven games. It's like you went excuse to a concert. Me for, excuse me for being in my 20s and a millionaire and having to go to a concert. I mean, come on now. This yeah. is getting ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. So well deserved. Uh, he's my number one overall player again this year Christian McCaffrey's close I mean him Kat McCaffrey uh, Kamara Barkley I mean you can really toss him in a in a, in a hat and yep. pick out a name and I'd I'll be take totally happy three. exactly and then last sure. one Dan that I want to go over um Pete Carroll said Chris Carson had a little work done on his knee, but is expecting to resume practice in a few weeks. Uh, any nervousness? I was hoping on we that? would talk about this. I was hoping we would talk about this. Go ahead. It, it, I am, I am nervous about this because this kind of this is one of those things. that's like what surgery? What are we talking about here? Where did that come from? Uh, and just out of nowhere. And there's already Chris Carson doubters out there who just want to give the job to Penny. And. I don't know. This makes me a little nervous. I still, you know, I was high on Chris Carson last season, um, higher than most, very serviceable, you know, RB2, borderline RB1 on some circumstances, um, depending on matchup and a run-heavy offense. But I don't know. Plenty of time in the offseason, though, to get healthy. Yeah, just be curious if it lingers. I mean, they did draft Penny in the first round for a reason. So, you know, you wonder if he starts showing, does it become more of a split than maybe it was – 
uh, you know, last year. I mean, who knows? It, like you said, it's super early, but just that's one you might want to keep your eye on because, like I said, the early draft capital into Penny, if he starts showing out a little bit, you, you never know what's going to happen with uh, the Seahawks. So. I, I don't know. I, I think with the way that the backfield is in Seattle, that you probably wait on Penny and, Car- and Carson. Dynasty also, obviously, I, I think, well, maybe. Carson's only one season older than Penny, so... Uh, this is an interesting backfield. I, I think we'll have to see really more how you know the offseason plays out. More interested in how the receivers in Seattle kind of play out with no Doug Baldwin, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, those guys kind of having to step up. Yep. Yeah, it should be interesting. So, <laughs> is that is that the dog squeaker? Yes, he's just squeaker. I apologize. Nah, that's all right. Yeah, you gave the warning that we could hear some background noise. So, hey, you got to do what we got to do. So, yeah, Dan, that's all the news I wanted to cover. I wanted to keep that short. It was a little bit running back centric, but just some names to obviously keep an eye on. But, Dan, let's go ahead and do a mock draft on the Sleeper app. For sure, let's do it. Time. Two. Mock. What did you say? All right. So in this draft, what we are going to do is we're doing a 12-team half PPR uh, mock draft. One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receiver, tight end, one flex, kicker, defense, five bench. So pretty standard what we normally do. Uh, you going kicker round one? Uh, Greg <laughs> Legatron, pick seven, first overall. <laughs> Is Zerline still available? Yeah, right. So, yeah, we're going to do, just like I said, a, a mock draft, and then we're going to talk about uh, average draft position afterwards to see what surprises, um, you know, what maybe we liked early, what we didn't like early, what we liked later. Just really do just an ADP check, but I'm going to be drafting out of the 7th spot, and Dan will be drafting out of the 11th spot of the 12th team. I, I personally Lucky like number the turn. 11. I like the turns myself, but... Um, We'll see how it goes. Oh, who doesn't? Turns, turns are perfect. Yep. So, Dan, let's go ahead. I am going to begin this draft right now and uh, sort of take some time on our end. I'll, I'll get caught up on the picks here. Like I said, I'm drafting out of the 7 spot, Dan in the 11 spot. And so, picks on to me. First pick was Saquon Barkley, followed by Zeke Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, like we said. This one we might talk about. Le'Veon Bell was fifth. Devontae Adams, sixth. And that falls to me uh, in the seventh spot. And um, obviously some great wide receivers available like DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. But there's a guy that I've talked about that I love and that I'm a fan of. And I rarely ever get on my team. Thankfully, I got him on this Dynasty team that I think I want to talk about next week if we do Dynasty discussion. But I'm going Mr. Melvin Gordon. Gordo. Yes, sir. Okay, now now that was followed by DeAndre Hopkins, David Johnson, Todd Gurley. Dan, you're up in the 11th spot. Wow. See, so you usually hear um, tail ends. That's a lot of running backs off the board already. Yeah, we have eight going off the board within the first 10 picks. Hmm. So, oh, oh, my, 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 my. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna see what happens when I go receiver first. I'll I'll take Julio. 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 Followed by Joe Mixon, Michael Thomas, and Dan's back up on the turn. 
you know what? I'm going to see what happens if I go. Uh, You're going to go Kelsey, aren't I mean, you? I'm going, I'm going risky. No, 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 no. I'm going Odell Beckham. I mean, that's a heck of a start, Julio Jones and Odell Beckham. You could have the leading right. touchdown getter and the leading yardage guy. So, I mean, and this makes me glad that I want Melvin Gordon because after your pick, I want Nick Chubbs, James Conner, and Dalvin Cook. And the puppy sounds as excited as yeah. I that I went with the uh, early pick with Melvin Gordon. And you know what, Dan? <laughs> Since we're doing a mock draft, I do want to see. I'm going to wait on my receiver, and I'm going to take the number one tight end and go Travis Kelsey as my second-round pick. Just see what happens here. Bold move, Cotton. Bold move. Let's see how it pays off. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, this this is what we're going to do is experiment and sort of see how it goes. So after mine was Antonio Brown followed by Damian Williams, Marlon Mack, Juju, T.Y., and Patrick Mahomes creeps in the back end of the second round. Followed by Adam Thielen, Mike Evans, Zach Ertz, Keenan Allen, AJ Green, and Derrick Henry. So, Derrick Henry. I'll be honest. I was hoping one of those four wide receivers would fall back to me, um, and they did not. So, I don't know if there's anybody I really want to reach at. But boy, does it start to drop off a little bit there at wide receiver. Um, we've got guys like Leonard Fournette, Devonta Freeman. I don't need a tight end. There is a lot of running backs off the board right now, too. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think maybe I'll just take a chance and believe in what I saw in the second half of the season when he was traded to Dallas, and I'll choose Amari Cooper as my first wide receiver. Oh, my, my, my. So I, I have to go. Oh, boy. I have to go running back. And who are you in between? Because there, there's, Ooh. I mean, pretty much the cue that I'm seeing is heavy on running backs, but any of them really tickle your fancy there, Dan? Uh, I, I mean, I, I, it's one of those things where there are some, you know what? Uh, I'm going to go with, with this guy. I think it's huge upside this year, and I think he's going to be getting the ball a ton. So we'll see if he can carry the load from here. So you go Mark Ingram, followed by Carrion Johnson to close out the third round. Aaron Jones starts the fourth, and Dan, you're back up on the clock. So you took Mark Ingram. Were any of the running backs that are still on the board, anybody that you were saying, boy, I'd like to really get this guy? And Not really. I can live without Carrion, even though I think there's going to be more action there. Aaron Jones, I know everyone wants to say it's not going to be a timeshare. It is. Uh, so actually, I'll go Sony Michelle here. So, so right now I got Julio, Odell, Mark Ingram, and Sony Michelle. Mark Ingram would be the number one. Uh, so I, I guess I'm kind of reaching and hoping for a bust out season there. Boy, and I like how things fell. So after your pick, it was Andrew Luck, Josh Jacobs, and Philip Lindsay. I'll be honest, I was looking at Jacobs if he would have fallen. But I'll tell you what, uh, wide receiver that I'm pretty stunned slipped to the fourth round, pretty much middle of the fourth round, and that's Stephon Diggs. I mean, a lot of people, we talked about him. Uh, an episode or two back and comparing him against uh, Adam Thielen and the stats were pretty darn close oh you know what I did I put it out on Twitter um, when we did sort of our blind resume type episode and I mean they were pretty similar so and I'm glad I did because boy uh, run on wide receivers and when Brandon Cooks Julian Edelman, Kenny Galladay, Chris Carson, Robert Woods, and Eric Ebron in the fourth round to close that off. Ooh, Eric! 
It's very early for you, my friend. Yeah, he has as much variance as I think anybody as far as those top-tier tight ends are concerned. So, um, Fifth round, we got Kenyon Drake, Aaron Rodgers, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Jarvis Landry. And boy, that makes me happy that I went uh, Stephon Diggs where I did because whew, that was the run. Um, and now we're looking at... Uh, I'm either going to go running back or wide receiver. We got Terry Cohen, Sammy Watkins. Boy, oh boy, I'm just looking through some of the running backs here. Um, trying to see if I could plan maybe if I take this person, what happens in the turn. I think I'm going to take a chance on the rookie from Chicago, David Montgomery. They spent a lot of capital on him. I, oh. I think he could be a multifaceted running back in that offense, so I'm okay Ooh. taking a chance with him behind Melvin Gordon. So, Ooh. I mean, one Deshaun Watson, Tyler Lockett, Darius Geis, and Dan, you are back up at pick 11 in the fifth round. Hmm. Mm. Fifth round. The got my backs you know what I, I feel like this guy's a bargain at this place uh you got him and i, I don't think it's reaching i think Terry Cohen right there yeah i mean uh it was obviously a guy that was top of my queue when my pick came around and i mean obviously he's going to catch the i think he's going to be involved pretty heavily in the pass game that's where he could provide the most value there so Okay, uh, OJ Howard went right after Dan's pick, followed by Baker Mayfield. So, Dan, what are you thinking? You've got three running backs now. You got two elite wide receivers. Uh, we'll see. Eh, I don't feel like you need to go. I'm gonna go tight end. No quarterback. I feel confident. I can wait on. Is there any? See, these are the times where I'm thinking, where can I get my best value? You're looking for that Greg the, the value. The starters are Greg value. Again, for in terms of the running back. Um, but I think what we could, what I could probably do is actually go with Sammy Watkins. Yeah, he, I mean, he very, well, upside. he very well could be the one. I mean, right. it, depending on the what, what happens with the one, depending <laughs> on what happens with uh, Tyreek Hill. And boy, I was hoping Mike Williams would slip through the crack, but I uh, want Mike Williams, Will Fuller, Alshon Jeffrey. And I like having the Travis Kelsey, but I'm already thinking I probably wish. Wow, your dog is going crazy right now. Um, probably would have rather went with Juju. Uh, we'll see how the. I'm, my wide receivers have so much variance. I always like having an elite wide receiver, but... Yeah. Let's see here. So I'm back on the clock here. It's... <laughs> hmm. Got two running backs. Got two wide receivers. I don't really like what I'm seeing as far as the wide receivers are coming down the line here. Um, still some good value left in running back. Boy, oh boy. I'm going to go wide receiver, and I think I'm going to go... I'm going to go DJ Moore and just 
bank that he's the one and that Cam Newton's back at full health and features him as a number one wide receiver. And, you know, as my third yeah. wide receiver. So it's okay. I, I think I could live with that. So after DJ Moore went Tyreek Hill, Evan Ingram, Tyler Boyd, James White, Lamar Miller, Tevin Coleman. To start the seventh round, Corey Davis, Hunter Henry, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Jordan Howard, David Njoku, and it's back on me. And let's see here as I look at it. Hmm. I think I like the wide receiver options better than I do the running back options right now on the board. And I think this is that point where I think I'd like to take a flyer on this guy and see if him and Russell Wilson can connect and see what happens with DK Metcalf as my fourth wide receiver on the bench there and just play it out and see what happens. If he becomes a touchdown guy, I'm happy with it. If he shows that he can't stay healthy like at Ole Miss, that could be a problem. But I, I don't mind taking a flyer at this point in the draft. Sure. Eh, you know what? I, I I think it's time for me to grab because uh, there are some guys there who I could live with, but I'm actually going to take Russell Wilson at this point in the seventh round because I think there's some drop-off between that. And, Dan, let me ask you this. Any concern on the somewhat tight end run that happened in the past two rounds? Any? Yeah, a little bit. I, I was per- Personally, hoping that I was going to be able to grab Jerry Cook and then grab Russell Wilson at the t- turn in the eighth round. But now, yeah, but now what's left there uh, doesn't really. I mean, I, I, at this point, I think the. Uh, I guess I'll have to go with. Um, let's see. Do I like the wide receivers better? Not really. Running backs. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I'm getting outside the starters big time here and then I think I'll probably have to I'll just I'll have to grab somebody I'll grab Vance McDonald none of the other guys really are, you know super psyched about them uh, any of the other options and the tight ends are, are going to clear out I, I, I at least feel like I can have a week one starter with Vance McDonald and I don't have to go shopping in free agency already yeah, I mean, you could at least give it a couple weeks. I mean, he should be a further integrated part of the offense. And at this point, I only have two running backs. I am going to take Rashad Penny, guy we sort of mentioned earlier, just in case. I mean, uh, if he plays up to his, uh, what his draft that, slot was, I mean. That it, could be a real bargain. Yeah. It, it, That's for sure. Middle of the eighth round. So uh, after mine, Latavius Murray, Carson Wentz, Jarek McKinnon, Sterling Shepard, Carlos Hyde, Nikhil Harry. To close out the eighth and the ninth, we've got Marvin Jones, Miles Sanders, Geronimo Allison, our first defense with the Bears, LaShawn McCoy, Cam Newton. And hmm. I don't think there'll ever be a, ch- a time in a fantasy draft where the, de- <laughs> the defenses are taken this early. At least I don't think there should be a time, even if the Bears are, you know, the Bears, the Bears. The uh, Bears. Ninth round is, I think, too early for a fantasy defense. I totally agree. Um, I probably wait till the end to pick mine here. Um, I've got my three. I got three running backs that I'm okay with. Got four wide receivers, but um, 
you know, I think this guy has one year left of really good production. I think I like what they've done at the quarterback. I like what they've done to build an offense around it. I'm going to take old Larry Fitzlong in the tooth. I think we called him last week. And just give me more of a steadying presence because I've got a rookie and then a second-year wide receiver as my three and four. So a steadying presence I will be okay right. with here with Larry Fitzgerald. So. Yeah, I could agree. I, I agree with that, and I'm actually going to take a running back at this point, man. So yeah, you've got Mark Ingram, Sony Michelle, <laughs> Tarek Cohen. Give me some names you're you're looking at at this point, Dan. Gosh, I guess I'm I'm almost regulated the um oh. Uh, I'm almost regulated to potentially the Tampa Bay back. Which and, one? Do, which one do you prefer out of the two? Oh man, uh, I don't really prefer either one, uh, frankly. Uh, so, but I, I probably would probably take the younger. I actually will just I'll take the flyer and Peyton Barber at this point actually. <laughs> Followed by Golden Tate. The Rams are the first pick of the 10th round. And, Dan, it's back to you. So, thinking of going wide receiver. I mean, your wide receiver core is in a 12-team team. A 12-team league is nice. Julio yes. Beckham and Sammy Watkins is nice. Yeah. And I'll like, grab somebody who I think is going to make a jump this year. And that's going to be Cortland Sutton out in Denver. Yeah, I mean, it's like a fourth receiver there. Depending on how Emmanuel Sanders Sanders heals and gets back, I mean, he could be the one. Deshaun Hamilton, Emmanuel Sanders, yeah, Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders. So yeah, (laughs) I was going to take Eckler as protection against Gordon uh, getting injured, but he was taken two picks before me. He's been known to get nicked up here and there. Yep. So. Dan, you were talking about the Tampa Bay backfield. I'm actually going to take Ronald Jones. Uh, he's been getting good praise. Now, he had an awful rookie season. I'm sure our guy Doug wished that didn't happen. But, um, yeah, you know, just in case, I mean, at this point, uh, if he bounces back and has a productive year, I'm good with it. If not, I'm probably somebody I could move on from without any issues. But Okay, Devin Funches, Jameis Winston, Kyler Murray, Tom Brady, Jaguars, Deshaun Jackson close out the tenth. Started with Ito Smith, Miko Hardman, Baltimore Ravens defense, James Washington, D.D. Westbrook, Chargers, and at this point, I must have to take a quarterback, and I don't mind that I waited because there's a lot of good options: Big Ben, Jimmy G, Josh Allen, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. Dak. Um. Boy, man, I, I almost at this point as well. Uh, but I, I mean, it it is Russell Wilson. So I guess there's that. Yeah, I would be totally happy with Russell Wilson. Um, you know, as much as I like Big Ben, he was a guy that I voiced some concern about. I actually want to pair Amari with Dak. They. Um, I like that. I, I like that idea. They, they did some good things last year, and uh, if it catches on like that, then, I mean, you've got a definite QB1. And it was followed by Adrian Peterson, Delaney Walker, TJ Hawkinson, and Dan. You are up with the 11th pick in the 11th round. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I think I'm going to 
convenient tab to have the, the all rookie tab draft app that's certainly very uh, valuable for a dynasty prep I'm, I'm just noticing that hmm. I actually will take I think this is going to be a uh, you, you play three receivers I think this could be a sneaky pick he's got the speed and if Allen can get an arm uh, and some time to throw John Brown could do some distance damage down the field yeah i mean he showed he could throw down the field and what does john brown do he goes down the field so Uh, yeah so and then i'm there's a running back here it tickles my fancy there isn't (laughs) yeah running back field's getting a little light Oh, this actually. You know what? I'm going to take Breda. Yeah, I mean, he very well could be. Um, there, this late. The one, so, I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, the what? As much as, yeah, the one. Uh, the, as much <laughs> as I love Derrick Henry, um, you never know in Tennessee. So, I think just to get a fifth running back, I'll take Deion Lewis as my fifth running back. And, Dan, we've got... One more pick each before we have to do our kicker and defense. So um, this will be our last positional player pick. And let's see here. So after my pick, it was Jay Ajayi, Anthony Miller, Tyrell Williams, Paris Campbell, Trey Burton, Dante Moncrief. To start the 13th, Austin Hooper, Josh Allen, Mike Davis, Devin Singletary, Cleveland Browns, Kirk Cousins. And now it's a question of... What position would I like to take? And boy, this guy's staring me right in the face. I'm gonna take Kiki Kuti. Good pick. Yeah, I was I was looking like, wow, I'm surprised he wasn't picked. So, um, it's a bargain pick right there, my man. And Dan, it is your last positional player pick. So, what which avenue are you thinking of taking? Running back, wide receiver, another quarterback? I would probably say not that, but. I don't know what you're thinking. No, no quarterback. I feel like, oh man, he's he's gone. I was actually hoping to take. Is he? Yeah, I was actually hoping Paris Campbell would have fallen to me here. Yeah, he was Did the third not. to last pick in the twelfth round. So I'll actually. Oh man, I really like Paris Campbell on that offense, but I'll I'll go uh, with Marquis. And hope there's some down the field rookie connections there with the uh, QB. And oh gosh, I guess I'll take a yeah, give me the Saints defense. Why not? <laughs> yeah, so we're down to the end here. So it's going to be um, I'll take my kicker first. Will Lutz was pretty strong and a strong offense for the Saints. And I'm not going to read off people's kicker and defense picks, so we're just going to filter through here, Dan. And then what I want to do is just read off our team, give your initial thought, and then take it back to some uh, ADP talk here as far as this draft's concerned. So my last pick, I will go with defense. Um, We'll go with the Buffalo Bills. Why not? I could always get away from them as soon as I need to. Let's go, Buffalo. And, Dan, your kicker will be... Robbie Holdout. <laughs> Robbie Goldout. 
All right, Dan. So I'm going to read off my team, and then I'll toss it to you here to get some initial thoughts on the team. So my team at quarterback, Dak Prescott, Melvin Gordon, and David Montgomery are my two starting running backs. Amari Cooper, Stefan Diggs, DJ Moore. Travis Kelsey is my tight end. DK Metcalf slotted in the flex with Will Lutz in the Bills defense. Rashad Penny, Larry Fitzgerald, Ronald Jones, Deion Lewis, Kiki Cutie. Um, if I were to give it a grade, I'd say a C plus. Um, looking back on it, um, you know, just quick, I like having Travis Kelsey. I never really have an elite tight end, but I think I would have liked my team better if I took Juju Smith-Schuster in the second, and then George Kittle if I was going to go to tight end, I could have got him in the third. So. Um, my wide receivers could be really boom or bust. Um, I actually like the running back core, and uh, I would need Larry Fitzgerald and Kiki QT to, to really produce to solo, uh, solidify if there's high variation with my wide receivers. So I'd give it a C plus. I'm not over the moon about it. I think it's just okay. So, Dan, how about going through your team and just give some initial thoughts on it? Uh, yeah, let me take a little look-see about Alrighty, I got Russell Wilson at the QB, Mark Ingram as my running back one, so Michelle, uh, three wide receivers, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., Sammy Watkins, Fancy, Fancy Vance, McDonald as the tight end, Tarek Cohen, uh, Robbie Gold as the kicker, New Orleans D, Peyton Barber, Courtney Sutton, John Brown, Matt Breda, and Marquise Brown. I will give this a D. <laughs> Yeah, see, I love your wide receivers, and I like your running backs. I think your your bench depth sounds a little less than... It, it is not good. Yeah, it is not good. Not a good showing for my first uh, draft of the year, that's for sure. Well, so lesson learned, Dan. Where would you have maybe done a pick differently if you could have? Would it have been one of your early ones and maybe diversified to a running back? or? Yeah, could... yeah. I, I, I mean, I think if you look back at that, second round who went after me in terms of running backs there was uh, Joe Mixon Nick Chubb, James Conner Dalvin Cook uh, Damian Williams Marlon Mack so let me let me toss something to you would you have liked instead of Julio Jones Odell Beckham, Mark Ingram would you have preferred something like we'll just say Joe Mixon we'll still give you Odell Beckham and Robert Woods does Joe Mixon make that much of a difference yes, over top of Mark Ingram? Uh, you know, I would say no. I, I wouldn't say Joe Mixon, uh, but I, I, I personally think I, I would have rather have had James Conner or Nick Chubb instead of uh, Odell Beckham. Instead of Odell Beckham. So let's right? say Julio I, I Jones. I like Julio there in the first. We'll say Julio Jones, James Conner, and we'll go back to Robert Woods, or Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, Mark Ingram. Which one do you prefer? Mm, the, I, mean, I guess it's really going to depend on how good Mark Ingram plays this season. Right. We're, I'm putting a lot to kind of carry a heavy workload by himself, show that he can be the number one guy. Uh, I'm going to doubt that he can. Uh, I just think maybe uh, that that running back up in redraft leagues goes away rather quickly. And, I mean, you're not getting bargain picks anymore, really. Um, I mean, by the 
sixth round, I'd say most of your starting serviceable running backs are gone completely off the board. Um, there's not going to be any, I mean, unless you hit like Chris Carson's, those guys are gone now because he, he proved himself last year. So you're really reaching, I think in those seven to those seven round seven and on rounds. Um, but so it's just kind of uh, difficult to not go running back round one, or if you're at the term going elite receiver round one, and then you have to go running back. I don't think you can go elite elite back unless you have a lot of confidence in guys like, you know, Mark Ingram, carry on Johnson, Aaron Jones, those types of guys, Philip Lindsay. So, Dan, I, th- I think you're getting to where I wanted to go next. And what I want to do is I'm going to exclude Patrick Mahomes, Andrew Luck, because, I mean, I doubt people. I mean, Mahomes could be a top three-round pick. Uh, I wouldn't personally do that, especially if Tyreek's not on the team. Right. I'll give you a yeah, pick. Second, within- round for, second round for Patrick Mahomes is crazy. Oh, oh, I mean, last year, Bob, let's be honest, uh, in years before, People were taking Aaron Rodgers that early. Exactly. Uh, it's not unheard of. Yep. I mean, if he has even a close season like he had the year before, uh, it's not a horrible pick. I just think you're really limiting yourself. I mean, if we look at that team, um, frankly, actually, it's not that terrible, but there's a lot of drop-off in those later rounds. San Quentin Barkley, great. Patrick Holmes, great. Adam Thielen, serviceable wide receiver one. Yeah, but listen, listen, listen to how and he could have started. Then there's a big fall off after that. Yeah, listen to how he could have started. Saquon Barkley, Adam Thielen as the last pick in the second, and Mike Evans. <laughs> and then you could have got yeah. Aaron Rodgers yeah, as the fourth pick. You know, if you really wanted a quarterback that bad. Absolutely. So, Dan, sure. within the first four rounds, I'm going to give you two picks that I would be worried about. It's Eric Ebron in the fourth round pick 12 and i'll be honest there's just something yeah. about philip Lindsay that makes me nervous I, I don't know if i'm gonna have any stock on this guy um i mean yeah he was great through the whole season probably the waiver wire pickup of the year um but the injury at the end of the season i don't know if he's gonna be a 100 it was something to keep an eye on and royce freeman they drafted with high equity as well I, there's just something about him I, that those are two picks that stood out as picks i personally wouldn't make Within the first four rounds, what, what say you as far as ADP is concerned? Uh, I th- I think the ones that made me nervous, um, Kenyon Drake in the fifth. Uh, yeah, he was the first of the fifth. So yeah, at the same time, at the same time, there, there's not really much else there running back wise at that point, and, and also I, maybe it's just kind of buyer beware. Um, Actually, there's two. Derrick Henry in the third. Uh, and yep. that's just because I don't know which Derrick Henry you're getting. Uh, I have no idea. And also, uh, Darius Geis. I think taking him in the fifth round, you're really counting on that knee uh, and that injury coming back 100%. And there's and still a ton of insurance. Not ADP, but AP last year, uh, kind of setting the world on fire, showing him he had a lot left in the tank. So that that one's questionable as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I uh, I know people will like him a lot, and so I see confirmation that that knee is good. I'm I'm pretty much hands off on him until I see because AP produced last year and it very well could again this year. So. 
Dan, give me one late round pick. We'll go uh, round. We'll go double digit rounds or later that you think is a great value. I'll give you mine, and I'm not. I can give you mine right now. Mine's Kiki Cutie. Uh, Yeah, I was gonna say the exact same thing. That that was your pick, Kiki Cutie. Uh, I think that's crazy, Uh, especially with kind of the hype they have about him. They're talking him up a lot, and uh, I get that Will Fuller is there, but let's be honest. Uh, track record not necessarily stellar in terms of how healthy Mr. Fuller has been. I mean, granted, I hope that he can make it through a whole season. Me too. Uh, but the because <laughs> I mean, he, he could lead the lead in t- lead the league in touchdowns if he yeah, stays he's healthy. Yeah, money. He's money in those on those down the field throws and stuff like that. Uh, but frankly. Uh, there's so many injuries, I just don't think he's been able to put a full season together. Yeah, and listen to what QT did in his one playoff game against Indianapolis. 14 targets, 11 receptions, 110 yards, one touchdown. So, I mean, that's the probably the high upside that he could produce. Now, he would not do that consistently, but to get him in the no. 13th round of a 12-team draft... Have- even have that out of your flex once or twice a year right uh you know that can make or break games for you and frankly if he's doing that in playoff games uh if he puts up those kind of numbers for you in your fantasy playoffs you're you know you're thrilled (laughs) and let's be honest he could potentially be the number two with a good quarterback and an elite number one receiver so i mean you can do a lot worse than kiki cutie that late in this kind of draft 12-team league, too. Yep. So uh, I'm glad we sort of came to the same conclusion there because, I mean, obviously he was on my team, so I'm glad that you thought the same. But any other thoughts as far as the mock draft, any ADP call-outs that you want to make, anything of that nature? Uh, uh, I, mean, I don't know how, how early people are going to be drafting Kyler Murray. Frankly, I don't even know <laughs> if he needs to be drafted. 10-team leagues, I think you can wait and see. Right. Uh that was that one I was I don't think that's necessarily true and the guys who were on the wire or who were not undrafted in it uh, the guys like Mitchell Trubisky yeah I mean I would I was rather have of, Trubisky over Kyler Murray I was thinking of taking him as a second quarterback until I realized we were getting to the point where we had to take our kicker defense so yeah I, I agree I don't know right. why people are sleeping on Trubisky so hard but apparently they are then Kareem Hunt, I'm not sure what to expect out of Kareem Hunt this year. It's either going to be a monster bargain pick for that second half of the season, almost like, you know, uh, and Zeke came out, monster numbers after a lengthy suspension. But, I mean, I don't know what to think about him this year because if Nick Chubb gets it going enough, I'll see them kind of making much space don't ruin a good thing essentially right yeah i agree if, if chubb stays hot and gets hot there's no reason to take him off the field so yeah that would be one to definitely keep an eye on but yeah i think it was a good experiment and obviously i think we both learned some lessons as far as what we would do uh maybe different if we were in a 12 team league but you know any feedback that anybody has after listening to the show hit us up instagram twitter not takes ff uh, we'd love to hear it but yeah i think next I, I loathe week, my team <laughs> yeah i'm not super excited but uh, it's the middle of the road for me I, I think i could do better out of this slot so um, Dan, I think next week, uh, because uh, the following week I go on vacation, I think I'd like to get into some Dynasty discussion. I just finished uh, my startup Dynasty League. I know you've already been in some Dynasty Leagues. We've got a rookie draft coming up. I think that'd be a good time to speak Dynasty. So, Yeah, that's 
Sounds good, man. Let's do it. Right. Especially, I'm interested to hear how your uh, fresh dynasty long draft ended up and, and the whole team one. Yeah, uh, definitely share that. We can dissect it, see where things went right, things went wrong, and talk about some possible strategies going into the rookie draft. But that'll be next week. Uh, Dan, let's go ahead and close up the show here. So. As always, yep. you can follow us Twitter and Instagram at NotTakesFF. That's N-O-T-T-A-K-E-S-F-F. You can email us, NotTakesFF at gmail.com. You can visit our podcast homepage, anchor.fm forward slash NotTakesFF. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M forward slash NotTakesFF. Anybody that listens to us on Apple Podcasts, if you could take a minute out of your day and give us a five-star rating and review, we really appreciate it. Helps our show, especially on that platform. But anywhere that you listen uh, to the Not Takes Fantasy Football podcast, please hit the subscribe button so you get all the episodes as we produce them. And Dan, why don't you close it while giving a shout out to your brother, Tom. Yeah, shout out. The, it's the song that's been with us from the very beginning. So uh, it's called Alma, written, pre- produced, uh, performed all by my brother, Tom. If you like he does, check him out at that dude, Tom, on his SoundCloud. And uh, big shout out to yeah, Thanks for letting us use that. Uh, Big fans. Big fans. Appreciate it, Tom, as always. And Dan, until later, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend, and I will talk to you later. Woo!